0: You're listening to Weird Medicine with Dr. Steve on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com.
1: We're missing contains mature contents that uh, may be offended to some listeners. <laughs> what
2: did they wrong then? It, you know, your old house is like another.
1: I've got diphtheria crushing my esophagus I've got Ebola dripping from my nose I've got the leprosy of the heart valve Exacerbating my
3: incredible woes I want to take my brain out and blast it with the wave An ultrasonic echographic and a saber. shave I want a magic pills for all my ailments The health equivalent of Citizen Kane And if I don't get it now in the tablet I think I'm doomed and I'll have to go insane I want a requiem for my disease
2: It's Weird Medicine, the first and still only uncensored medical show in the history of radio, now a podcast. I'm Dr. Steve with my little pal, Dr. Scott, the traditional Chinese medical specialist who keeps the alternative medicine weirdos away. Hello, Dr. Scott. Howdy, Dr. Steve. And we also have g the cackling hyena with titanium turds. Hello, g
1: Good evening slash afternoon. This
2: is a show for people who would never listen to a medical show on the radio or the internet. If you've got a question you're embarrassed to take to your regular medical provider, or if you just can't find an answer anywhere else, give us a call at 347-766-4323. That's 347 who head If you're listening to us live, the number is 754-227-3647. That's 754-bear-nip yeah, or 754-double-deuce-penis. The old switcheroo, the 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 old the switcheroo the Mr. <laughs> pulled on me. Or follow our Twitter feed at Weird Medicine. Visit our website at weirdmedicine.com for podcast medical news and stuff you can buy or go to our merchandise store at cafepress.com slash Medicine. Most importantly, we are not your medical providers. Take everything you hear with a grain of salt. Don't act on anything you hear on this show without talking it over with your doctor, nurse, practitioner, physician's assistant, pharmacist, chiropractor, acupuncturist, yoga master, physical therapist, or whatever. All right, very good. Well, hello, my little friends. Good
0: afternoon, sir. How are you guys? Good, good.
2: How about yourself? Uh, I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm having trouble hearing you, though, GVAC. Let me try it again. Uh-oh. Oh, there we go. All, all right. right. Hey, don't forget to try Amazon.DrSteve.com for all of your Amazon needs. Amazon.DrSteve.com. You can spell the Dr. Steve either way. And it is uh, a way to keep Riotcast and Weird Medicine afloat. Don't forget, we've got Jim Florentine coming September 19th. This is a Weird Medicine event. But uh, we're not playing it as such because we don't want to make a big splash in the little town that we uh, put this thing in. So just keep it on the down low. Uh, but it's etncomedy.com for tickets. They're going fast. So uh, if you want to see Jim Florentine and, and uh, a band called Asylum Suite and hang out with your pals and try B.M. John's Stupid Craft Beer and have a pre-party and an after-party for 20 bucks, then go to dot comedy.com and uh, check it out and we will see you there. Don't forget tweaked audio.com offer code fluid F-L-U-I-D for 33% off. Let me tell you something. Their customer service is the bomb. It really is. I bought a pair of the Eddie headphones for my kid mm-hmm. and he had promptly dropped them and the, the, the earpiece came off and they were just destroyed. And so I emailed him and uh, said, can I please figure something out? I'll pay for another pair. Mm -hmm. And uh, they fixed them and had them back in, uh, you know, really literally a couple of days. That's insane. So they're really, really good about that. Um, And everyone that we've talked to, has said that the earbuds and headphones are great, but their customer service beats everybody. So check them out at tweakedaudio.com and use offer code FLUID for 33% off. Uh, also, my kids will appreciate if you use lootcrate.drsteve.com if you want to do Loot Crate. Uh, they're, they're not a sponsor of this show, but my kids get – a couple bucks off their next loot crate if you use that. And so they will appreciate it. So thank you very much. And then check out Dr. Scott's herbal bullshit at uh, simplyherballs.net or in the vernacular simplyherballs.net.
0: Jeez, I got to get something to plug. I know. I know. How about plugging Dr. Steve? Maybe he Uh, needs to be plugged. no, No, thank you. Um Hey and
2: uh oh and everybody I had tweeted out that we have the Anti Lady Die. She didn't make it today. But um she her name is Diana and uh she is the Anti Lady Die or we'll call her Hot Lady Die and she's going to be taking Gvax place sometimes uh for the Sirius XM show when he can't make it. So she's going to play the part of the layman. Uh, That's assuming my wife is okay with it because I'm not 100 percent sure that she's okay with this tall, very attractive blonde hanging out at the house. But I told her (laughs) that I was hooking her up with Dr. Scott. So I thought that would make it okay. I'm not sure it did. We're going to see how that
0: goes. (laughs) Oh, Oh, you're always always throwing me under the bus. (laughs) Tough life I have.
2: Let me tell you something. Rob Bartlett. Um, our friend, friend of the show, started performing stand-up comedy in 1978, hoping it would lead to a career in acting. And nearly 30 years later, Rob has become one of the most versatile performers around. He's a successful actor, stand-up comedian, radio personality, and writer. He first teamed up, did you know this, with Eddie Murphy. Oh, my gosh. As And they built themselves as two guys as the identical triplets. No, really? Now, uh, I have to say something. Um, let me bring him on. We're going to... Um, Rob is a regular at the Imus show in syndication a noted Broadway yep. performer welcome to the show Rob
3: nah, I just wanted to know where the Jim Florentine tickets are you're going to go over Florentine. there <laughs>
2: you know, Florentine is it's, the nice It's
3: nicest. not my best Florentine.
2: No, it's not I'm bad. Sure. It's I totally knew who you were doing. Of course you said Florentine, but it's the um he is the nicest guy in the world. We had a guy that used to be on the show and his wife I I took the two of them to see Florentine in Knoxville at this place called Sidesplitters. And uh his wife brought Florentine a gift and it was a Tupperware tub full of Homemade laundry detergent. Oh my God. <laughs> for, for a comic <laughs> on the road. And I thought he was just going to completely shit it on her. And instead he took it and he said, Oh, that's really nice. I'll, I could put my sandwiches in there. He's <laughs> a funny, funny man. Oh, he is funny, but so oh just a nice guy. So, you know, we would yeah. love to ha- get someone of your caliber down here. For this uh, rolling comedy festival that we're doing, but we'll talk about that sometime. I got to see how this one goes.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm busy. When, when <laughs> <laughs> okay, I this? won't put you on the spot,
2: but it's um, uh, the, his is September nineteenth. But we're doing sort of a rolling festival where, if my head doesn't explode running this, then I'll do another one, and I'll keep doing it until we just fuck it up so bad that I that <laughs> or his I, head explodes or my head explodes. Yeah.
3: But well,
2: anyway. nothing like waiting until the last minute to promote something. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. No, I, dude, I've been promoting this since January, and we've sold fifty tickets so far. So, but that, I think that's pretty good for something that ain't that's, bad. That's starting in in September, but it's not bad. You know, this identical yeah, trip
3: like four months away. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> this identical triplets thing cracks me up because I had a uh, uh, a patient of mine come in and said, "You want to see a picture of my gospel quartet?" And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And there was three of them. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> oh God. She just well, thought... No,
3: there really were three of us. It was myself, Bob Nelson, and Eddie. We oh, were
2: there really were was friends. three of you. Okay, oh, Bob okay. Nelson. I yeah, can remember really that was
3: name. there really three of us. Wow. wow. although we, are, you know, we we... we Don't often talk about Bob. (laughs) Because the two most important people in that group are obviously Eddie and myself.
2: Of course. (laughs) Obviously. Well, um, I I heard through the grapevine that you actually had a medical question for us, and then we've got to plug your gig. I have
3: this purple and green thing on my schmeckle that's (laughs) oozing this yellow substance that smells vaguely of almonds but tastes like chicken. Oh. Is that
2: bad? That's nah, totally normal. Mm. Okay, next. Okay, good.
3: Um, <laughs> no, this is the weirdest thing, and, and it, it, it's happened. I think since I've put on a few pounds because I don't remember this happening when I was younger. Okay. Sometimes after I eat a meal, yes, I will go into an uncontrollable sneezing fit. I'll sneeze fifty times. Yes. And it's 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 the strangest thing, and it's only after I eat, and it's only you know at certain times, like perhaps I've eaten a little too much or a little too quickly, or yeah. But it's the weirdest thing, and it's I tried to to track it down to food. It was an allergy to certain foods, but it happens with all kinds of foods, so
2: Yeah, it's actually I don't know. It's, cancer, <laughs> it's cancer, isn't it? <laughs> it's uh not think it's there actually is a name for this, and it's called gustatory. Really? Yes, gustatory rhinitis. And that just means uh, irritation of the nasal passages after you eat because, of course, in medicine, we always have to have a fancy name for everything. But gustatory rhinitis, and it's a, it is most likely a release of histamine. Uh, you know, we take antihistamines to keep our nose from running. So histamine, it follows, right. will make your nose run. And it's a release of histamine in the nose when uh, the, uh, the pharynx is stimulated with food. And people will get this they'll get um, uh, uh, rhinitis with temperature change. Like there are some people who call us and say, whenever I walk outside in the cold weather, I start sneezing. And I've got other people who uh, anytime they uh, take a bath, they get um, uh, uh, rhinitis. And then this gustatory rhinitis occurs too. So there's lots of things that can trigger histamine release. And I've actually got a treatment for you if this drives you crazy. And it's a, a nasal spray called... Uh, Atrovent, and Atrovent is um, a, a medication that uh, decreases mucus production in the nose, and also probably stabilizes these histamine globules from being released. And before you eat, you take a spray of this nas- uh, Atrovent nasal spray, and then you should be able to eat and not have any problem whatsoever. And uh, after I the think show,
3: I should just not have a sheet cake for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> As well. What fun is that?
2: <laughs> yeah, come how on. How do you
3: remember all? Well, first of all, how do you remember all this stuff? You you know all this. I mean, I know it's called weird medicine, but I've never known anyone who knows more arcane <laughs> <laughs> information than you. I mean, I don't want to play hideous medical trivial pursuit against you because it's unbelievable. Between the 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 procedure where you yanked the toenail out, which was really lovely to <laughs> listen to by the way, That's while crazy. I was eating. Um,
2: of course. Uh, well, I just do that very to very skeeve G back out. Oh. It's good to know it hits other people, too. It's horrific. You know, I just play for gustatory an audience gustatory of one. Rhinitis. Yeah, gustatory rhinitis. Well, you know, this is what I do. If I asked you about uh, the the, uh, the craft of comedy, I would be amazed at all the stuff that you know. And, uh, you know, how do you You know, it's just how do we how does anybody do what they do? Mm-hmm. It's you just fucking that's all you yeah. do. You know, and this is all or I you do.
3: Basically, so. you just try to remember as much shit as possible so as you get a paycheck. Yes. You know I mean? Oh yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> that twenty four dollars paycheck from uh, Sirius XM. I tweeted <laughs> another one of those out. <laughs> 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 so funny! It's so funny, you know. You know, we, I I grew up well, not I didn't grow up, but I in my com I grew up in my sort of comedy milieu, listening to I'ms and listening to Rob Bartlett and watching you guys on TV at six in the morning, back before anything else was on at that time. I guess it was when you were on WFAN. Was it maybe MSNBC? Maybe, but um,
3: yeah, we're, we were at MSNBC first,
2: and uh, it was. Uh, uh you know, and and then Opie and Anthony and all this stuff and I've completely forgotten what point I was going to make. What, what was I talking about? Your, your paycheck. And, and oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. And so Thank I saw these that. guys. Thank you. It's. I just turned 60 and Jesus Christ. Hey, and I was falling asleep. Where did to the, the brain cells go? Him,
0: So,
2: so uh, but, you know, I saw these guys and they were making millions and doing well. And uh, we did our first show and Anthony cumio sat there and watched us do our first show. And he said, that's the best first show I've ever seen anybody ever do. And we walked out of that building on 57th Street, looked up at the Parker Meridian said, which one of those condos do you think we ought to get? <laughs> and then I get a check from Sirius XM after doing this for not eight years now I, for $24. Oh my <laughs> God. So, fucking wow. Anyway. That is uh, amazing. Well, well,
3: that's so, like with the first the first TV thing the Triplets did was a local, like a Channel News 12, comedy special with Richard and Dixon who was the Nixon lookalike, the like who had a club where we all met and started oh, yeah. working together and and it was a half hour I think they shot three or four of them and we were the first and uh, we shot, shot it at Hoffs University and we just thought you know, Eddie was already picking out the color of the Porsche and yeah. Yeah. Um, the next day the day that after it aired I was at the mall and this guy comes up to me and he goes Yo, my man, my man, television. <laughs> I, said, said, I saw you last night on the TV with them two funny guys.
1: <laughs> wow. wow! Holy that's no shit! I knew that, uh, oh, yeah.
2: You start getting that that erection, and then it just goes flaccid immediately. <laughs> that psychological <laughs> erection.
3: That's a great metaphor for my career. I think this career. <laughs> achieving. It's somewhere between, you know, soft turgidity and
2: flaccid There you go. And some and slight tumescence. Ooh, now
3: Tumescence. That was the other one I was looking tumescence for. Tumescence is a good word.
2: So who's this Tony Powell guy? We gotta talk about uh, your upcoming thing, Hot Fun in the Summertime, at the Ocean State Theater in Warwick, Rhode Island on June twenty seventh.
3: Uh Tony Powell's a comic who I've known for nearly 30 years maybe even 30 years um when i'm when we get back after being fired ims was looking to um increase the staff and uh you know bring another perspective to the program and so tony you know was one of the uh, people who i had suggested and recommended and uh, oh i know who he he was tony is
2: okay okay i i i know who tony is um he, uh, I saw. I read an article in 2007 about him uh, uh, in New York Times catching a break and throwing down with Imus. I'm, I just Googled him. Right. And I remember this article. So yeah, okay. Yeah, comic. It's yeah, at comic it's, Tony Powell on Twitter.
3: Yeah, he is a funny, funny man. I mean, uh, we're fortunate because we make each other laugh. You know? Yeah, it's. it's it's, it's unusual. It's, it's like a comedy marriage, which is, of course, better than a real marriage. Because <laughs> in a real marriage, about five years in, she stops thinking you're funny. So, um, <laughs> but but Tony right. and I continue to make each other laugh. As a matter of fact, when we're doing the show, when we do the program, um, we, we write uh, a behind-the-scenes blog as the show is, is going on, and uh, which posts on imus.com. and we're always doing things just to make each other laugh. So we're having a great time.
2: Yeah. uh,
3: It's a great show because the two of us have very, very different styles. Um, He's, he's one of the most daring comics I've ever seen because he will really take his time. He's got a very meticulously plotted out rhythm and he will go for long stretches, setting something up without a laugh And and me. I need that constant approval. You know, if I don't, you know, I'm sticking my dick in a chicken every three seconds just to get a reaction. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey. But then, what, nothing? <laughs> and then Tony, will, by the time he gets a uh, a laugh, it's explosive. Yeah. He's re- and he's really, really smart. So he's very, very clever. So, so this fun. is a stand-up. And, and it's a blast. Working with so they will expect to yeah. see
2: you two guys doing stand-up Saturday, June 27th yes. at Ocean State Theater in Warwick, Rhode Island. And you can call 401 God, I'd love to come to that. I've never been to Rhode Island, either. I haven't either. Maybe we um, could take the show on the road.
0: Drive slowly or you'll miss it. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. You'll be, on vac- you'll be on vacation.
2: Yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah. that's right. I'll be at the beach. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. Well,
0: vac and I can go represent. We're road tripping. Let's do it.
2: So, Rob, let me ask hey, you a Josh. question. Yes, sir. Why won't you do the radio freaks? What? Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. That's all I wanted to know. <laughs> okay. I, I our, mean, is this give
3: like opie or? No, or? No.
2: <laughs> I'll, I'll explain but later. Is our this calls, a,
3: Is this an entity called Radio Freaks?
2: Our call screener is uh, <laughs> Brian, who you know from uh, the compound, I think, and he's been trying to get you okay. on. He's been trying to get you on his show for over a year. And apparently <laughs> he's been cock blocked by your management. <laughs> and then uh, when he heard that you were going to be on our show, he was just um, uh, beside himself. So, but we're cool though. <laughs> That's right. So anyway, <laughs> I'm I'm just shitting on
0: him is what I'm doing. Yeah, the
1: best the best answer you possibly could have given Rob was who? <laughs> yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> Hey Rob, Rob. What I guess what Rob doesn't know too is that they put me on the Radio Freaks. But when 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 you clicked on Radio Freaks to see my picture, it was this gigantic porn star guy instead of my face. Oh, really? Yeah. It was, it was, yeah. I think
3: that that was that was that was maybe that one would have been might have been one of the reasons why we passed. Is yeah. I think you know was that the guests on the show were me and and the uh eighty yeah. five year old anal queen. Right. Sure. <laughs> that might have been the reason why we took you know, a that
2: one. Um well that's...
3: Know, the guest list isn't exactly, you know, <laughs> like conan or <laughs> or, <laughs> or Kimmel,
2: that's his niche know. though, is he'll have <laughs> the B players. Yeah. Well but he'll have Colin Quinn on mm-hmm. and uh-huh. then, you know, uh Tits McGillicutty. Right, on. yeah. He does porn. And, in, uh, uh Flash Brown and uh, Carlos Mencia. So he'll always have a porn star and then a, think, and a comedian. And usually it works pretty well, but I can...
0: I think that's who I was on with, was Flash Brown. So they had a picture of Flash Brown besides Dr. Dr. Scott. Scott. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> well, anyway. It was hilarious. Well, Rob, you got anything... Is that
3: the guy who invented the Dirty Sanchez?
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> He's really a cool guy. He taught us all how to uh, extend our uh, our... Orgasms. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, our our, ability. Our time. How to delay our orgasms, Yeah. Yeah, he's
3: a, and and how might more do that?
2: Well, <laughs> it's uh, it. What, his tip was to change position frequently. He said, if you notice in pornography, these guys are going on and on and on, but they're stopping mm-hmm. and flipping her over and doing this, and then flipping her in a different direction and putting it in a different way, and they're that pausing is what uh, allows them to go on and on like that.
3: Mm-hmm. that uh, see, I thought they were just trying to be really good to the woman and right. offer her a lot of options <laughs>
0: because <laughs> because I they, thought
3: can. they would just be very generous lover
2: right because they care they care about her they want to
0: make sure she gets her fulfillment (laughs) that's what I was thinking hey but you know the the thing is they get to use a whole lot more holes than we get to you know there's a difference well that's true yeah it's, it's a difference for us I don't what,
3: know. what a lovely way of putting it! <laughs>
0: yeah, Doctor Scottsford. I can Scott's see now clinical. why you
3: were National Organization of Women's Man of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> They've got more holes. Yeah, like they have man. more holes than we do. They <laughs> yes. got yes. more holes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's my
0: science. That's my clinical. My clinical description just of a female.
3: <laughs> yeah, we, we we go from just. Gustable, rhinoceros, whatever the
2: fuck that was. To to how many holes do women have?
0: (laughs) Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So, whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting.
1: Go to your happy place for a happy
0: price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. How many holes <laughs> do they
2: have? Well, that's that's an interesting question. What, mm-hmm. one thing that that we talked about last time, Rob? You might be interested in this: is uh, the average length of the male penis mm-hmm. has actually been ratcheted uh-huh. down a half an inch. Most people will say six inches. Mm-hmm. And Doctor Scott uh-huh. and I, and I, I got fussed at by somebody because our math was off mm-hmm. last time. Uh-huh. But we were talking about male circumference. Average male circumference is four point eight inches. And Doctor Scott and I were thinking, what the hell are these? Everybody else's penis looked like looked, Look like
0: refrigerators,
2: yeah, or a keg or of a beer. football or something <laughs> yeah, like beer cans. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it what, turned like a Foster's beer
3: can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly.
2: <laughs> but it turns yeah. out. That if your penis is one inch in diameter, which would be a pretty needly needle dick, you would have a circumference of three point one four one five inches. So, uh, I actually so yes, exactly. You would have you would have a pi pi circumference of your penis, and pi are not square. That's be a geometry problem. Pi are round. But anyway, the oh, um, there you go. <laughs> the uh, so the average four point. You got your calculator out. Yes, get your calculator out. And so four point eight divided by three point one four one five. That will give us the diameter of the average male penis. I
0: think we did this last. No, time. we did it on Sirius
2: XM. I think. I don't think we did it on the podcast. And I think no, it we... count,
0: but well, I'm going to double check. But I think it came out to like an inch and a half.
2: Yeah. Four point eight divided by three point point five three there you go, so one and a half inches in diameter, which is about what we were thinking so the my theory on this is why we were so off is because humans have the ability to judge distance. Mm-hmm but terrible ability to judge circumference. Right. And that's because you needed to know how far a saber-toothed tiger was away from you so you could either know whether you could get away from it in time or climb this tree or throw a rock at it accurately. But there was no need for us to have a hardwiring to judge circumference because right. this, everybody this. I talked to was way, way off mm. on that. Sure, sure. So anyway, there you go. It just um, uh, So I actually ended up being a little average or, or a little above average. I was six above, inches yeah. long and five inches in circumference, Pssh. which makes you think that that sounds like a circular. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. but it's not. Yeah. Yeah. I was very surprised. But anyway. All right, Rob.
0: No, he fell asleep. Use sleep. <laughs> you
3: motherfucker. <laughs> I'm sorry. My best. That?
0: No, that's fine. Yes,
3: that's yes. Fine. I'm hung like a salmon,
2: doctor. <laughs> 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 all right. Well, check out Rob Bartlett on Hot Fun in the Summertime with Tony Powell, his uh, partner on I guess, on the IMA show, which, you know, I, I, after you guys got fired, um, I haven't seen IMAs <laughs> on TV since then. So I didn't recognize well, yes, uh, it. You've
3: missed the opportunity because we're no longer on TV. <laughs> oh, okay. Starting tomorrow, just uh, radio oh, only. Oh,
2: is that right? Starting tomorrow? Yes. Oh, wow. shit. Starting
3: tomorrow, it'll be just a radio program. Oh, I'm sorry. Syndicated across this world. Yeah, actually, absolutely. on all forces radio as well.
2: So. I must just, he's like the him. Energizer Bunny. He just keeps going and going and going. It is incredible. You know, it it's is amazing, this guy.
0: Yeah, he's been it's around for like 35 yeah, I mean, years that I know of.
2: Is it 35?
3: All that vitriol. Yeah. <laughs> all that vitriol keeps them fresh. You know? <laughs> One
2: man has so much hate. Just keeps them moving. All right, man. Check check him out with Tony Powell at the Ocean State Theater, Warwick, Rhode Island, 401 921 6800. Get your tickets now. And thanks for being on, man. You well, can, thanks for having you me. You are I'm welcome anytime. Sure. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Okay, how,
3: how many people listen to this podcast?
2: Uh well, you know, our Sirius XM, they keep telling me it's about hundred and fifty K, but I don't believe it. I'd be surprised if we had oh, so 30. this
3: isn't, this isn't the Sirius XM show? <laughs> Do you want me
2: to I can put this on the Sirius XM show, no problem. As a matter of fact, I'll uh, well, I'll chop it up and we'll wish, we'll this is the for the podcast. That the, whole point? <laughs> the podcast I'm not does sure very well. That.
0: You'll have to call okay. back.
3: Oh yeah, sure. Yes. Yeah, like my audience is gonna like go to the internet and download something. <laughs> I don't know. It's like radio, but I can't find it.
2: <laughs> well, your audience is gonna come anyway. You want our audience to come in addition to your That's
3: audience? That's true. I really do. Yeah. I want. I want all the people with all the maladies coming to the show. <laughs> I, want, I want. I want this parade of medical oddities. <laughs>
2: Hey, by the way, uh, it's our mutual friend Big A's birthday today, so we need to say happy I birthday know, to him I already on Twitter. Wasn't happy oh, you birthday. did? Okay, well, I our have good
3: not. friend, Mr. Big A, <laughs> he is going to yeah. the Comic Con, I think, on Long Island to celebrate his his birthday. Oh, awesome! Uh, and is doing a uh, a live broadcast from there, and I think uh, I think Ming Chen from uh, Comic Book Man is going to be there, and uh, somebody said Lieutenant Uhura was going to be there. Oh
2: wow. What? No. Nichelle Nichols.
3: You're Harris and Carthage, I don't remember. Oh, <laughs> <geez>. <laughs>
2: wow.
3: Somebody
2: that I had, had to do with, I had you know, science fiction. I had such the hots for uh, Nichelle Nichols back in the day. Did that you really? I would have done her up until the very end just out of uh just out of uh good memories or uh for old time's sake. I've got a list of those. I bought her did you buy her LP? I did not. I did not. I used to spank it
3: to her record.
2: God, she she had the greatest <laughs> rack. Anyway, all right.
1: Oh, unbelievable!
2: She's only eighty-two. She no, her, didn't she just pass she away, Captain Kirk? Or she had a that. stroke? Yeah, I know. Uh, you know, the that was the thing is that they struggled too hard because if Kirk had really been going at it with her, he wouldn't have struggled so hard. They just did that for the for the TV because <clears throat> people couldn't accept a white guy kissing a black girl back then. Crazy. Right anyway
3: yeah stock was in that too though it's that's fact like the vulcan salute is the original shocker
2: isn't it yes, right. but do you know the story where uh he got that from what he said is that he was at temple yeah. and they had to close their eyes while the rabbi did a um a blessing over them and he was a uh, you know, not a an obedient little kid, and he opened his eyes and saw the rabbi doing that, and that's where he got it from. Really? Yeah, so there you go.
3: So so the rabbi was a Vulcan?
2: I, <laughs> I don't know. I think he just co-opted this sign that rabbis do, and, uh, yeah, there she is. Uh, We're looking at a picture of uh, Nichelle Nichols. God, she was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. And a great stare, too, by the way. Great yep. voice. Awesome. Hmm. All right. Oh, oh, so she didn't. She didn't speak the words like her uh, like her compatriots did. Both. No no, okay. no, no. no. There's
3: no Captain Kirk. Rocket. The man Rocket man. <laughs> I think she actually sang the Star Trek theme song. will oh, well, to
2: it. oh, come on! I gotta have that. Are you kidding? Okay, we're looking. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're looking what for that you, between episodes.
3: You I bet you somebody's put it up.
2: Okay. Awesome, man. All right. Listen, take it easy. Thanks for being on. You're always a good friend. Oh,
1: this
3: is the big blow-off. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> oh,
2: well, I don't know. I'd, you can hang out with us no, no, if you no, want. No,
3: no, no. It's fine, I just, you, you know, of I find that, you know, I'm, I'm on a cassette tape that you're going to say. you know, right. Fine, whatever. All right. Um, no, thanks for having me on. And uh, you take care, guys. Oh, now you're my, the best. Uh, uh, I'm, 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 I'm really looking forward to, to spraying my nose before I eat because, you know, <laughs> maybe it'll stop me from from actually putting something in my mouth. Absolutely.
2: Oh, and let me tell you something. Alcohol and spicy food are the two main triggers for people with gustatory rhinitis. So there you go. Okay,
3: well, I'm fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, just don't breathe
0: through your nose while you're eating. That might help.
3: That's a stupid idea. I'm going to give myself a deviated check. A big old
0: mouth breather while he's eating.
2: All right. Hey, take it easy, man. Mm. All right, Doc. Have a great week. Tell, Tell Imus we said hello. Oh, he hung up. Um, he hung up on me. There you go. All right. Well, let's... Uh, hey, Steve. Yep.
1: Now that you're done fanboying, nobody in the Ustream channel got any of that because the audio
2: is not working.
3: What?
2: Oh, yeah. Okay. They're right. Um. Okay. Would They've have
1: been all help. been screaming at me that I haven't interrupted you sooner, but I didn't want to interrupt you for that. Oh,
2: that's okay. You, that would have been okay. Rob Rob gets it. It's totally fine. Okay, I turn the audio on now. I hate that. Well, you know what? They're just going to have to listen to the podcast this time. I will chop that up, take out all the parts that are embarrassing to me, and put it on the SiriusXM show this week. That's reasonable. Let's do that. <laughs> it's reasonable.
1: Forget about the shit that's embarrassing to me. Thanks for that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I planned
2: that days ago. Oh, my god! When gosh. you told me that he wouldn't come on your show. <laughs> That was awesome. Brian,
0: Brian, you can't tell him anything. You should know better by now.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I, I just couldn't resist. It's like, uh, it's like, why won't you do the radio freaks? And I knew that would take him. If I had said Brian's show, he would have known who I was talking about. But I had a funny feeling that he wouldn't know the name of your show, and that was the key to making that joke work. Who? <laughs> Uh. Speaking of which, uh, uh, Dr. Scott and I did uh, a tips course yesterday and what that is is it's a class that's given by the uh, uh, alcohol beverage uh, and whatever it is, commissioner, ABC, uh, for people who are going to uh, serve alcohol. And mm-hmm. so you have to take it and they had all these different scenarios and stuff and I, I was – they had a sign-in list and oh, I, was, my God. I was fucking around and put a – You know, an extra name on there, and then passed it to the next person. The next person, and the lady looked at it and said, uh, uh, "Wait, there's there's one. How many? Is everybody here?" And she said, "Oh, did you not sign in?" And and he was like, "Yeah, no, I I think I did. No, I didn't." And so Scott signed in. She said, "Well, wait a minute. There's 15 people here, but there's 16 names Mm -hmm. on the list, right?" So, oh, this couldn't have been any better. She starts naming off the names and she's like, you know, Scott Smith and John Jones and then Drew
0: Peeballs. And (laughs) And I just went (laughs) – We fucking laughed. Oh, God, we died laughing.
2: I was like, and I said, I am 60, and that never gets old. I'm so infantile. I just said, I'm sorry. I'm very sophomoric. And and my wife was pointing at me, and I said, I can't believe she's going to read the names. I just thought maybe she'd see it
0: later and laugh. Drew Peeballs. It was awesome. That was awesome. Oh, so anyway, oh geez. Hey, all you know, right, Steve. Steve was was in a rare mood. He was he. We were playing. Oh, we with, had to do role. Playing. Yeah, we had to role playing. Oh, and Steve, 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 and his wife were. You know, she was like the server, and she comes up to me. He's like, "Oh my God, you're hot." <laughs> well, no, great I mean that shit. was the scenario. Was, oh. I, well, the scenario
2: was that I had to come on to her, and she had to figure out a way uh, to get out of it. I thought you were just doing it. To she be was a like, "Do you want some snacks?" And I'm like, "Well, I I know what I'd like to snack on," and just stupid <laughs> shit like that. That wasn't all that funny. Yeah. But, it was
0: it was but it was what good.
2: was funny was she had to pretend that she was a uh a, an overserved patron oh. and i had to somehow figure out a, a gentle way to not serve her right <laughs> and so she said give me a drink and this is like every other night at our house right so,
0: <laughs> so but john
2: john was sitting over there and i said you see that bald guy over there he's my boss and he's an asshole. <laughs> and the whole place
0: just... <laughs> we just died. <laughs> they did laugh. Oh, That's great. God. It's like being back in elementary They're just school. fucking with John. Uh, uh, yeah, but you could say asshole yeah. and dick and stuff There's like that. There's nothing more fun than fucking with John.
2: It was hilarious oh my
1: god was this a course on how to throw brian's wife out of your house after they've been drinking (laughs) (laughs) well there's
2: a story uh, about not about your wife but about a different person's wife that got thrown out of her house but i can't tell it on the air but i will tell you next time i see you if you remind me all right all right okay hey check out brian from the radio freaks on radiofreaks.tv you started doing the show again uh, July 1st. July 1st. They're going to do the reboot after he's had all his surgery and everything. You're done with surgeries now, right? Everything's going okay?
1: Yeah, they've told me that four times already, so we'll see.
2: Yeah, okay. I got gotcha. you. They did a complete <laughs> paniculectomy, right? What? They took off your your gut. and yeah. Or an abdominoplasty is mm. probably a better term for it. Oh, and uh, they took out a piece of colon, is that right? And took out all the mesh?
1: They didn't take out a piece of my
2: colon, no. Oh, I thought they did a resection, no? Okay, I'm wrong. It was just they, they took an abdominal resection, not my ass, no. Oh, oh, oh okay, 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 got it, got it, okay. <laughs> I, I there, At some point, I I got the picture that you had a fistula and that they did a resection of part of your colon. No, no, no. no, no. Okay, 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 got gotcha. you. So they did a an abdominoplasty. Uh, where it's basically a tummy tuck, right? And then they uh, redid your hernia for the fourth time. Right. Okay.
1: Yeah. They basically. when then they took all the fucking mesh out, everything, and started from scratch again. And they cut me um, from hip to hip this time instead of down the midline. Damn. Um, and I had uh, they put surgical glue and steri strips up. There was eighty steri strips to give you an idea of how wide the. Uh, That's the a incision. wide
2: incision. Yikes. Wow,
1: okay. And basically, they they cut my stomach muscle open in half, and then they went in, did what they had to do, excised all the uh, the mesh, took everything out from square one. They started from beginning again. Took my stomach muscles, folded them over each other, stitched them up, and then uh, backed it up with pig mesh instead of the biosynthetic mesh they had been using.
2: Okay.
1: Or it's more um, compatible with human tissue. Okay. So they went and
2: backed it up with pig mesh and then suited me back up. So hopefully this will be it, but we'll see. That is crazy. Cool, man. Well, Mm -hmm. good luck with it. And uh, stay in touch, will you? And thanks for uh, – you can go ahead and uh, as soon as we close this show out, if you want to call our next guest. Okay. Okay, man. All right, we're going to take one more phone call and then we're going to get out of here. Brian from RadioFreaks.tv. Check him out. Uh, RadioFreaks, starting July 1st. And watch his Twitter, at WoodfloorLiquor. All right. Well, Landon from Texas, area code 936. You're on Weird Medicine.
3: Hey, Dr. Steve. Hey, uh, we had uh, a message on Twitter a few times about my six-year-old being chronically sick. Okay. Um, and just calling calling in to get your take on it. Um, what he's, what they always come back with that he has a crouping cough, and they always give him moxicillin. And then by some weird turn of fate, we had some kind of a director at the Texas Children's Hospital, and he or she um she got kind of more of a ball rolling on further tests, but it seems like every month he is just sick with a cough or a fever. Um, we've been to the doctor so many times that it kind of makes me wonder why they haven't raised a red flag on, hey, why is he in here so much? Is there any further testing we need to do or or what? what do you think that – is there a system in place at hospitals like that, or yeah, is that
2: just well, there should be. There's kind of a, a, a standardized workup for kids with chronic cough, and uh, they want to know if it's specific cough, in other words, cough associated with other symptoms and or signs suggestive of an underlying problem, or if they have a non-specific cough and that's a dry cough just by itself, you know. And but you're talking about more of a specific cough because there's fever and other illnesses going along with it. And so, yeah, a pediatric pulmonologist would be the place to go. And mm-hmm. uh, and your pediatrician, if you're going to one, shouldn't have any problem sending you to somebody. And, you know, if he's chronically sick, that's different than just having a chronic cough. And chronic sick kids, they uh, need some blood work uh, to make sure that their immune system is 100%. There are some kids that just have a chronically Uh, inefficient immune system. And that's good to know because that can have ramifications down the road. Some, you know, and, you know, the other thing you worry about in a kid with chronic cough is just, does he have asthma? Mm -hmm. So uh, Mm -hmm. a a pediatric reflux or reflux could be reflux. There's just a ton of things, but the pulmonary or the pediatric pulmonologists are the ones that can really nail this down quickly with the least amount of uh, false steps and uh, really? I, I, you know, you may have to go to a university center.
0: See in do Houston. That. Are you in Houston? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're in Houston? Are, no, are you in Houston? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh God. Yeah, man. There's got to be a hundred pediatric yeah, pulmonologists. Texas Children's Hospital. <laughs> just <laughs> in
2: Houston by itself. Yeah. So um, I would definitely request that your pediatrician send you to a specialist for this. And uh, okay. th- and and maybe pulmonology wouldn't be the best place to go. But maybe immunology or allergy, depending on what his doctor has already done because there may be some signs that are leading them down a different pathway, but I would definitely talk to them and ask them exactly what you asked me. You know, this kid's always sick. How old is he?
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, He is going
3: on seven now and, he, they, the last visit we had with them, they wanted to do an antibody test on him. Mm-hmm. Um, would that be some one of the tests that you're talking about? Maybe, yeah. Blood work.
2: If they're going to, if they're looking to see if he's producing immunoglobulins properly, then yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, okay. there's a couple of tests that they can do to look for that, just to see if he's got the normal levels of immunoglobulins. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't, then there's things that they can do. But it's, you know, it's just, it's more something that you need to be aware of than anything else. And if you'll email me, and I, I would think that I would have given you this information already, but email me if I haven't at weirdmedicine at uh, riotcast.com, and I'll set, try to send you some more specific information about this.
0: I've got it up right now. They've got okay. all... They've what, got what you got? What do you Well, got? I've got the, the pulmonary team at Texas Children's Hospital. Um, it's, um, it's easy to find. Texas Children's Hospital... Or TexasChildrens and then go to the Pulmonary Team, and they've got all the doctors and everybody listed. You can download the uh, um, request for. Can you do a self referral? Yeah, it looks like you, it looks like you can. Some places you can self refer. Yeah. You know it looks what like the heck? Yeah.
2: it's always yeah. better if you go through your primary care though, because right. they kind of need to know what's going on, right? Because when when he gets. You know, rotavirus or something, and uh, well, I guess he's past that. But if he, if he gets some gastroenteritis, gets a puke bug, and gets dehydrated, that's the one that's going to treat him. Mm-hmm. And he needs to know what these other guys are doing. So mm-hmm. you can do an end run around them, but I would only do that as a last resort if they just prove to be unresponsive to your needs. Mm-hmm. That makes sense.
3: Yeah, we yeah we we've had to go and kind of go above their head a few times and go to different. Uh, uh, t- pediatrics to kind of um, kind of get more something more done because the pediatrician that we go to he's, he seems like he's old school and just doesn't he's not up on his yeah his knowledge of what medicine is out because he's referred us to different, different medications that are not even available over the counter anymore so um, I just don't know if it's maybe well, we need to go you, to a different pediatrician
2: you can go to this website you, that's always an option too if you're not satisfied but you can go to this website print off a couple of these guys. Uh and, you know, men and women in healthcare at Texas Children's and just say, Would would you mind making a referral because we're just getting concerned? Mm-hmm. And and if he says no to mm-hmm. that, then I think you have every right to find a different pediatrician. Absolutely. You, you've got to have a doctor that's gonna be somewhat responsive to sure. your needs. I mean you don't want a, a doctor that's a trained monkey that just does everything you tell him to do either, but this is not an unreasonable request. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, buddy? Okay. All right. Good luck, right, man, old buddy. Yeah, let, let us know if they find anything, okay?
1: We'll do that.
2: Okay, buddy. Thanks.
1: Take care. Thanks.
2: Bye. It's frustrating when uh, you have a kid that's sick and, uh, you know, they just keep giving him amoxicillin over and over again. I mean, that's great for strep throat, but not going to do a much, much else. cough,
0: and that kid constantly has it. It yeah. seems crazy.
2: All right. Well, I really appreciate Rob Bartlett being on today. He's the greatest. I'm very intimidated Uh, by having somebody that uh, famous on this show. huge. All right. Listen, uh, thanks, Dr. Scott, uh, GVAC, fuck PA John. Until next time, check your stupid nuts for lumps, quit smoking, get off your asses, and get some exercise. We'll see you in one week for the next edition of Weird Medicine.